0: So thank you, veterans, every single one of you that serve in our nation armed forces. We love you. We appreciate you. And I'd encourage you to pray for our military. Amen. Let's pray. Pray for our military men and women. And uh, thank God Tyndall Air Force Base is about to open up full blower this coming year. It's going to be over the, the next several years. You know what? There's going to be a lot of enlisted men that are going to be coming into the area. And you know what? We need to just go ahead and begin to believe God that God's going to. We're going to be able to affect them. And I believe that there's something, many of them that are going to come into this church body. Amen. That we're going to be able to minister to. And we're going to have a profound effect Uh, on Tyndall Air Force Base. Would y'all just believe with me for that, that we'll have a profound effect? You know, we had to stand and believe because uh, really Tyndall was on the chopping block after Hurricane Michael. But thank God the word of the Lord prevailed. uh, And what God said is that we would have more than we had before, amen? Look at somebody say more than you had before. And uh, I believe that whatever the enemy has done in your life whatever the enemy attempted to do here in bay county in panama city that we are living in a season of turnaround and divine reversal i'm going to say that again i believe that we are living in a season of divine reversal and god has destined your life for a turnaround praise god and if things have been going the wrong direction i have good news for you there's a turnaround that god has for you there's a divine reversal that god has planned now, there are things that we have to do in order to see that come to pass. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I'm going to tell you right now, one of the things that's going to have to happen for you to see turnaround and divine reversal is you're going to have to get rid of complaining and murmuring and bellyaching. Well, see not as many people amen me on that one. Yeah, turnaround. Yes, hallelujah. Whoo, glory to God. I got to stop complaining? Uh, I don't know about that. You know, it's so easy to complain today. There's always something to complain about, right? You could be in the middle of, you know, what somebody would call paradise, so to speak, taking the greatest vacation of your life, but there's always something that you can find to complain about, right? Has anybody here ever been, you know, you've taken a vacation or something, and as soon as you got there, maybe the room wasn't right, and you started complaining about that. And then you started, you know, if you went to Disney World, there's too many people, and you start complaining about that and the lines are too long. You start complaining about that, right? So you can be in the middle of even doing something that would normally be considered fun, but you can be complaining right in the middle of it. And I think sometimes we as Americans, uh, uh, we get spoiled. Let's just uh, you know, be honest, we, we're, we are, we're very spoiled here. We're accustomed to things, and we're accustomed to things being handed to us very quickly. I mean, I, I'm in the same boat with y'all. I don't like to wait. I don't know if anybody else is like that. If I drive into a restaurant and I see more than 10 cars, I want to go somewhere else. If I even think there's a wait there, and my wife can, well, where, where did she go? But anyway, she could verify this, that, you know, I don't like to wait. If I go into a restaurant, you know, there's going to be a 20-minute wait. I know 20 minutes translated actually means an hour, you know. So I'm going to go try to find somebody else. And I, my wife said, you know, by the time we found something else, we could, you know, we'd already be seated if we'd have just stayed. I said, but I'd rather be driving than waiting. Is there anybody else like this or am I the only person like this? You know? But this is the reality. We find anything to complain about. And we're very quick to complain. We're very quick to murmur. And I you know and I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say that in the past I thank God I'm growing we're all growing in this area but one of the things that we need to learn to do as believers is find let's find the silver lining in the clouds somewhere right how I mean, there's always something good that you can find about somebody, even somebody that you don't like. You know what? You don't need to use your tongue and don't need to use your mouth to curse people. You need to use your tongue and your mouth to bless people. You need to go read the book of James. And he said, how is it then that blessing and cursing, how is it we bless God and then we curse men that are made in the similitude of God? And he said, these things ought not to be. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And we need to learn to use our tongue and use our mouths to bless people and not curse people. Bless others around us, even the ones you don't like, even the ones you don't agree with. As a matter of fact, they need more blessing. Amen? Listen, how are, lo- how are we ever going to win the world if we're always talking evil about them? If we continue to villainize people, we'll never be able to win them to Jesus. Hear this, you will never win a soul that you have villainized. Anybody you have made your enemy, you'll never be able to win them to Jesus. You know what Jesus, what he was always doing, he was taking the downcast and the outcasts and, and the people that everybody else hated. He was the one who was always their defender. He was their advocate. He was the one who was putting his arms around them. Amen. But one of the things I really do believe that we are living in a season of turnaround. We're living in a season of divine reversal. And I believe one of the keys to us seeing turn around within our lives is we have to begin to live with a thankful heart. How many of you have at least five things that you can be thankful for today? How many, at least five things. Let me just give you some, some, just very quickly. Number one, you're alive. Everybody take a big breath, take a deep breath and just say, I'm thankful there's breath in my body. You know, what? over the last several years, I know that we probably have all known some people that have died. Listen, you're still alive, and you need to be thankful that you have breath in your body and that you can still serve the Lord today. Thankful that you have breath in your body so you can come to the house of the Lord. How many of you here this morning, you got a job? I didn't ask you if you had a good job. How many of you got a job? <laughs> How many know you can be thankful for your job? Well, you don't know who I work for, it doesn't matter. You got a job, praise God. You need to be thankful for that job. You need to be thankful that God put you in a place. You need to be thankful that there's actually an opportunity for you to be able to put bread on your table, glory to God. How many of you uh, have a house that you are living in? How many of you know you can be thankful for that house where you don't understand what kind of house I live in? Well, you didn't have to sleep on the street last night. Be thankful for the house that you have. How many have a car or some type of transportation? How many know you need to be thankful for it? I know it might be blowing out the glory cloud out of the back of it right now, but hear this, you still ought to be thankful. It's actually not the glory cloud, that's called oil burning. But the reality is you need to be thankful for whatever you got. And hear this, if you'll learn to be thankful for what you got, God will give you more. But if you're always complaining and murmuring and bellyaching about what you have, you close the door for God to begin to do better within your life. God wants to bring you great things. He wants to bless you in a great and mighty way. But one of the first things you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to rid yourself of the murmuring and complaining spirit. You see, throughout the word of God, the children of Israel, whenever they are brought out of Egypt, they start complaining and murmuring immediately. You know, to the point to where God finally said, that's it. I'm tired of hearing your murmuring. I'm tired of hearing you complaining. So what you're going to do, everything that you have said and everything that you've murmured about, everything that you complained about, you have now prophesied your future. You prophesied your destiny. You began to complain and murmur and, say, and be- actually began to accuse me. You accuse the Lord of bringing you out here to kill you. Well, you know what? You're going to see it happen now. You've prophesied your own destiny. Do you realize that sometimes what's happening whenever you are murmuring and complaining is you are only speaking forth your own future? Listen, if you don't want to empower the thing that you're complaining about, stop talking about it. Amen? Is this okay or am I, am I um, we're starting too strong right now. Should I ease into it a little bit? You know? We gotta rid ourselves of that. That's not, what, that's not the way that God's called us to walk. God has called us to be those who are appreciative. God has called us to be those who are thankful. I'm thankful. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Thanks be to God who always causes me to triumph in every situation and circumstance. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. All things have become new. Now thanks be to God who causes me to rise up in the power of the Holy Ghost and he causes me to overcome because I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. See, you've got something to be thankful for every day. How many of you have children that are serving the Lord right now? How many know you got something to be thankful for? You got something to be thankful for? How many of you have a good church to go to? You've got something to be thankful for. How many of you know we got a wonderful worship team? Listen, I have been to churches where, listen, I, my neck was going like this the whole time during worship because the singers were so off pitch and the musicians were out of tune and all the people that know me, usually whenever somebody sings, if they're singing off pitch, my neck, I, it's an involuntary response and my neck just goes like this. Now, if you ever see that happening here in this church, it's probably not that, okay? But anyway... <laughs> but the reality i just kind of there's this involuntary twitch or something that like this that happens whenever i hear something that's off pitch and i'm so thankful that we got vocalists that can sing good amen we have a great worship team thankful that you know wit's not up here just playing wrong notes all over the piano i've seen it before i've been in those churches and you suffer through worship has anybody ever been in a church where you were suffering through worship you're going, please, Lord, have mercy on me. Let the worship end. I've been there before. Well, you, don't, you know, we, we here at High Praise, we want the worship to keep on going. Man, we start singing these songs, and all the worship, they're coming together. All the singers are coming together, and the musicians are coming together. Like it says over there in 1 Chronicles 25, when all the singers and the musicians, that came together to make one sound in praising and thanking the Lord, that then the house of the Lord was filled with a the, with the cloud. The glory of the Lord began to show forth, and God's presence and his power and his anointing begin to be in manifestation. Well, that's what we see, Amen. And it's so beautiful whenever you see all of that happening we you know we could went this morning we could uh, on really any given sunday we could go for an hour or two and worship we recognize though that most people can't handle that so you know we we have a set thing that we're doing usually on sunday mornings as far as our service and all but the reality is we're not suffering through praise and worship and again i've been in so many places where you just suffer you know, whenever they sing tested and tried, we're off made to wonder. They're giving, you know, they're talking my testimony right at that moment in time. Because you're tested and tried, off made to wonder, why can nobody up there sing on pitch? But we're blessed. We ought to be thankful. Amen? We got so much to be thankful for. And again, it seems like many times we can find anything to complain about. Jeremiah 33.10, I'm going to start the message now. Thus says the Lord again, there shall be heard in this place of which you say, it is desolate without man and without beast in the cities of Judah, in the streets of Jerusalem that are desolate without man and without inhabitant and without beast. The voice of joy, everybody say joy. joy. Do y'all know the voice of joy is not quiet? No. Did you, you know the voice of joy?
1: I'm gonna show you how joyful I am. I'm really joyful right now.
0: I mean, joy, joy is not quiet. You know, if you go to a joyous celebration, it's usually loud. There's people that are talking loud. There's people that are singing loud. There's people that are celebrating. You know, whenever you go to a celebration, it's not some type of holy hush. A celebration is where people are actually making a noise. Hear this. It's very important. One of the indications that life is present is that there is noise. Whenever you get with a bunch of kids, if you ever notice, noticed you know, kids are, have a bunch of life and a bunch of energy? And whenever you get these kids together and the, the energy that they have and the life that they have, it begins to be expressed. It results in noise, right? You know, if you want quiet, you go to the graveyard. Do you realize that the church is not designed to be a place for God's frozen? It's where God's chosen come together, amen? Would you look at somebody and say, I'm a part of God's chosen, not God's frozen. You know, well, there's so much more that I could talk about that. But he said, the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who will say, you know, not long ago, he said, uh, "Wit and uh, uh, Grayson, I still wanna call you Wonder Woman, I'm sorry, but Wit and Grayson, they got married we had to leave before the reception. And I, was, I would have loved to have been able to stay there because that's probably the part where it really got a little rambunctious. Did it get a little noisy? Did your dad break out? Chuck, you broke out during the wedding, right? A little bit. I was at one of the weddings. I don't remember which one it was. And I saw, I, I don't what happened to Chuck? I've never seen him do that in church. But in the midst of celebration, people... In the midst of joy, the the midst of the voice of the bride and the voice of the bridegroom, there's always celebration, right? And so notice what he says here. Going to be the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of bridegroom, the voice of the bride, the voice of those who will say this. Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good. The Lord is, we sang that this morning, didn't we? For his mercy endures forever. And of those who will do this, bring the sacrifice of praise unto the house of the Lord. How many know what the sacrifice of praise is? Over in Hebrews, it says that we're to continually offer the sacrifice of praise, which is what? The fruit of your lips, giving thanks unto his name. He's talking about those who begin to give thanks unto the Lord. And notice this. This is what happens. For I will cause the captives of the land to return as at the first, says the Lord. Now, this is what's very interesting. This word return here is the Hebrew word shub. And what this word literally means is reversal or turnaround and so what the Lord actually says in this scripture is this I'm gonna cause people to begin to rejoice I'm gonna cause them to begin to celebrate there's gonna be the voice of joy there's not gonna be the voice of complaining there's not gonna be the voice of belly aching there's not gonna be the voice of grumbling there's gonna be the voice of the bride the voice of the bridegroom they're gonna be beginning to praise the Lord saying praise the Lord for His mercy endures forever and what am I going to do in the midst of that I'm going to cause there to be a turnaround I'm going to bring a reversal In Israel I'm going to bring a reversal in their lives my friend if you need a reversal today you need to turn your grumbling and complaining into the sacrifice of praise the fruit of your lips giving thanks to his name amen so God declares turnaround and reversal but where does it take place reversal and turnaround doesn't take place whenever you're complaining that always brings you into a place of captivity Again, as we see the sacrifice of praise, then we see captivity turn. Hebrews declares, as I said already, the sacrifice of praise is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks into his name. Something needs to come out of your mouth, but it needs to be the right thing. It's not the fruit of our lips complaining. It's not, you know, again, it's very easy to complain today, but complaining will only produce bondage, whereas thanksgiving produces turnaround and reversal. If you need a turnaround in your life, my friend, stop complaining about your situation and start lifting your hands and giving God praise and give him thanks every day. Amen. I challenge every one of you every morning that you get up, Start the day out by lifting your hands and beginning to thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord, today I got breath in my body. Thank you, Lord, today I had a roof over my head last night. Thank you, Lord, I had a bed to sleep on last night. Had nice, you know, nice covers. I had nice uh, sheets and uh, and uh, and the bedding was wonderful and the pillows were comfortable. Thank you, Lord, that I have a floor to walk on and it's not dirt. I thank you, Lord, that I got a Keurig coffee that all I gotta do is go in there, put that thing in and push a button. It's like George Jetson days you know what i'm talking about you just push the button and it makes the coffee just like that and i'm ready to go hallelujah thank you lord i got a car out in the garage thank you lord i got gas in the tank thank you lord that i got a job to go to thank you lord that i woke up by a beautiful lady this morning hallelujah my wife hallelujah i woke up by a brick house glory to god see Many folks are wanting to see something happen. They're wanting to see breakthrough. They're wanting to see reversal. They're wanting to see turnaround before they start giving thanks. Well, I'll give God thanks once I see it, my friend. God says it this way. You give me thanks, and then you'll see it. If you want to see something, if you want to see mountains moved, if you want to see a reversal, if you want to see a turnaround, Listen, it's not going to happen just because we sing, you're the God of the turnaround, and then we go outside, and then we're complaining and murmuring and bellyaching about everything. You're the God of the turnaround. And once you get out there, then you say, I don't know why they had to have it so loud today. Thank you for that overwhelming response. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to make this real to you because understand this, you can get excited about a message, but if you don't put it into practice when you walk out the doors, you won't see the results happen within your life. And as, as you know, my prayer for each and every one of you this morning is that you see reversal and turn around. What do you mean, Pastor? I mean this: that the kid that you have, that your child that you have, that's not serving God, God wants to bring them in. But you're going to have to start complaint, stop complaining about the situation, and start giving God thanks rather than talk about how bad it is. Why don't you let, get up the next uh, tomorrow morning and lift your hands and say, Lord, I thank you that they're serving you. I thank you, Lord, that those sexual addictions are, are broken over their lives. I thank you, Lord God, that they're leaving the bottle. They're leaving alcohol. Lord, they're forsaking their drugs. Lord, I give you praise that you're bringing deliverance in their life. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and give this sacrifice of praise right now. I'm going to do, hallelujah, the, the glory moonwalk. I'm going to give you praise. Amen. See, you have to make a decision to do that because, listen, everything in your flesh cries out to do something different. As human beings, our flesh cries out. When we see something we don't like, we want to talk about it. However, the only problem is this, the more you talk about it, the more you empower it. And you have to make a decision, you know what, I'm gonna choose to serve the Lord and I'm gonna give him thanks in the midst of everything going on. That's the reason it says in everything, give him thanks. In everything, It doesn't mean, it didn't say for everything, it says in everything. There's a difference. What he's saying is this, in the midst of whatever's going on in your life, whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever, you're still gonna give God thanks in the midst of this situation. Are you getting anything out of this today? Amen? Thanksgiving is one of the greatest manifestations of your faith. It releases the power of God to work on your behalf. You know what, during Hurricane Michael, most of you lived here, some of you may have been new, new, new to the area, you know, in the last four years, but the reality is it did not look good. It looked real bad. Did, did we get that video? Did, did Travis get that, He's, he got that video? Don't, don't play it right yet. But you know, during the midst of Hurricane Michael, we, we were in here 10 days after Hurricane Michael hit. We had to rig up some stuff, but we had made a decision. You know what we're gonna do? Doesn't matter what it looks like outside. Doesn't matter how many blue tarps we're handing out and how many blue tarps are going on. We are not gonna allow this storm to keep us from giving God praise and giving God thanks. We opened up the doors here on the side. Thank God it was, a, it was a sunny day. How many of you were here for that service? It was awesome. We opened up the doors. We had a generator out there plugged in to the generator, had some makeshift lights on, a makeshift sound system. And you know what? I can remember us coming in here and we began to sing. Great are you, Lord. You remember that song we sang? You know, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. Pour out our praise. It's your breath. You know what we didn't sing? I don't know why this has happened. So I'm complaining right now. I'm crying right now. That's not what we say. It's your breath, hallelujah, in our life. I still got breath in my body. You know what? We're still alive. I know there's been some death sentences and edicts that have been made over this area, but God has something else to say, and what God declared in the beginning, he will perform in the end. Amen? Amen. And we came together and we began to worship the Lord. Why? Because we're going to offer up the sacrifice of praise in everything. Give thanks. We had stuff all over this side of the building here. And we had the chairs. They were bolted down at that time. And we had, it was all filled. Remember this, this, this whole side of the building? We had it covered up because things that uh, had been damaged different, uh, and things we had to move from different areas of the building. It was just stacked over here. And you know what, it didn't look, if you looked at it in the natural, there was no reason that you should be offering the sacrifice of praise. We should have been singing in the natural, tested and tried. We're all made to wonder why it must be this all the day long. You know what, there's always a sad song somewhere. You know what, and if you don't have one, the devil will give you one. And I, I encourage every single one of you to avoid singing the sad song. But this is what happened the very first sunday of november this is just like two weeks we by then we had gotten power and some of you may remember this service but this is what the lord began to do He began to gave me a prophetic song right in the middle of the service and how many of the, the lord whenever he took ezekiel out to the valley of dry bones he didn't say now ezekiel start telling me about the dry bones ezekiel didn't say lord these bones sure are dry lord these bones sure are scattered Well, I don't know what in the world you're going to do with these bones. No, what God told him to do is you start prophesying life. Prophesy to the bones. You prophesy life where there's death. You begin to speak the end from the beginning. You don't speak what you see. You speak what you believe. I said, you don't speak what you see. You speak what you believe. I'm going to say it one more time. This has got to get down on the inside of you. You don't speak what you see. You speak what you believe. See, if you're just speaking what you see, you will only empower that to remain. See, I want to empower something else within your life. I want to empower reversal in your life. So go ahead and start speaking the reversal rather than what you see right now. Go ahead and start thanking me for the turnaround rather than what you're looking at right now at this given moment. Amen? so this is, the Lord gave me this song, and now we began to sing it. Can we play it? Are we ready to play it? Is the sound ready to play it also? Are we about ready? Because some of you may not know exact, uh, but uh, and I don't know what the quality is. I didn't get to review this before, but Travis said he was taking care of it. There's no there reason for you to hang your head low. Yeah. There's no there reason for you to be discouraged. I want you to know this did not take God by surprise. And I declare to you by the Holy Spirit today, by the Spirit of the Lord, by the unction of the Holy Ghost, that all things will be restored to you, and you're going to have more than what you had before. You need to just go ahead and start shouting right now, because God's going to give you more than what you had before. He's giving you more than what you had before. He's giving
1: you more than what you had before. Come on, shout for the voice of triumph today.
0: Osters we need some maybe need some more seats back there. Set up some more seats. Glory to God. I want you to do this. I want you to look at five people and say this. You're gonna have more than you had before. Come on, find five people. Say you're gonna have more than you had before. You're gonna have more than you had before. More than you had before. You're gonna have more than you had before. Hallelujah. More than you had before. Hallelujah. Do you believe that today? More than you had before, more than you had before. More than what you had yesterday. More than what you had four weeks ago. More than what you had a month ago. More than what you had
1: six months ago. More than what you had before.
0: Than I had before, more than
1: I had before, I'm more than I had before, more than I had before, I'm more than I had before, 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 more than I had before
0: Sound of victory to the Lord right now. Hallelujah! Now, the reason I wanted to play that is this. I know that sounds, well, that's a simple song, more than I had before. But how many know what the Lord was wanting us to do is go ahead and, be give, go ahead and begin to give him thanks before we saw anything? Because there was no more at that moment in time. At that moment in time, there was less. At that moment in time, it's like, how are we going to eat? At that moment in time, where are the jobs? At that moment in time, it was, what are we going to do about the housing situation? What are we going to do? And many people actually lost their homes, even people that are here, and now they've been able to come back, praise the Lord. But this is what happened as we begin to declare that because the Lord, if you remember, gave me that word about Shalom, praise God. See, we had to go ahead and begin to declare shalam before we saw, see, only thing we could see was a slam. We couldn't see a shalam at that moment in time. But God said, you start declaring, you start praising, you start giving me thanks for the shalam and you will see it manifested, hallelujah. Can I tell you, I can go around this building right now, I can start pointing out to people and say, they got a shalam, they got a shalam, they got a shalam, they got a shalam. Back there, Fleming's, they got a shalam, praise God. Will got a shalam. How many of you got a shalam uh, on the heels of the hurricane? Can I tell you, the church got a shalam. Glory to God. Not only were he able to pay the building off, fix the building, but then ended up having twice as much money as we had before the hurricane even hit. I want you to know, my friend, you got to go ahead and start giving him thanks. If you want to see a turnaround, if you want to see a reversal, you have to start right now and go ahead and give him praise in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the situation while your kid's not serving God, you go ahead and start dancing and go ahead and start worshiping and praising the Lord and God will bring a reversal. God will bring a turnaround. God will bring a breakthrough. God will cause healing to come. God will cause deliverance to come. If you will go ahead and begin to give him thanks right now, would you stand to your feet right now and give him thanks. Come on, give him praise. Come praise Come on, give him some praise right now. Come on, give him some praise right now. Come on, lift your voice and give him praise. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we worship you and we thank you right now, right right there where you at, lift your hands and just begin to thank him. As many of you have things that you need to see God do within your life, you need to see a reversal, you need to see something turn around. And the Lord is saying, go ahead and start thanking me for it right now. Go ahead and start thanking me for it right now. Whatever it might be, you go ahead and start thanking him for it right now. Right now, just go ahead and begin to thank him. Go ahead and begin to thank him right there. Come on, go ahead and begin to thank him. Lord, we thank you for turnaround. We thank you for reversal. Some of you need a you need a financial reversal, financial turnaround. Go ahead and start thanking him for it. Stop complaining about the situation and start thanking him. Get your eyes off man and get your eyes on the Lord. Get your eyes on Jehovah Jireh. Get your eyes on Jehovah Jireh. I say, get your eyes on Jehovah Jireh. Get your eyes on the Lord, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, right now, we give you thanks. We give you praise that in the midst of every circumstance, that Lord, you brought a turnaround. Lord, we've seen you do it before. Lord, on the heels of the hurricane, you brought a turnaround in this church. God, you brought miracles in this church. You caused people to have more than what they had before. You caused what the enemy meant for evil. Lord, you turned it around. And God, you worked it for their good. Lord, once again, we lift our hands and we give you thanks. Oh, hallelujah. I seen cancer disappear. I seen broken bodies
1: heal. And don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. I seen risk. mental health restored don't you tell me he can do it don't you tell me
0: To give the Lord praise right now. Go ahead and see He's done it before He'll do it for you. But you got to go ahead and start giving Him thanks. You got to go ahead and start praising Him for it right now. You got you got to stop grumbling and complaining, and start thanking and giving Him praise. And He'll bring a, diver- a reversal, a divine turnaround in the situation. Listen, that's what the Lord is speaking over your life today. He's the God of the turnaround. god of the turnaround he is the one that will bring a reversal go ahead and thank him for it hallelujah perhaps there's somebody here this morning you say pastor i'm not where i need to be with the lord i don't know that if i died right now i go to be with jesus but i want to make everything right with god if that's you i want you to raise your hand anybody here smile your head if you will anybody here this morning you're not where you need to be with the lord but I want to make things right with God. I want to give you an opportunity today. If you're not where you need to be with the Lord, I don't want you walking out of the door today, not knowing that your calling and election is sure. Let you raise your hand. Anybody here this morning? Anybody here this morning? Anybody here this morning? Hallelujah! Look at somebody and say, "It sure is good to be saved." Come on, tell them it sure is good to be saved. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord one more time. We thank Him. i seen cancer disappear. we
1: seen broken bodies heal. Don't you tell me He can't do it. Don't you tell me He can't do it. we oh, seen real-
0: challenging let's that just a little bit more I'm challenging everybody here for the rest of this week every day that you wake up you start your morning out by giving God thanks make a decision to stop complaining stop complaining can I tell you in your home if you're complaining all the time you'll create a really bad atmosphere in your home. If you're always complaining to your wife, men or women, if you're always complaining to your husband, you're not gonna make things any better. And by the way, you will not change them by doing that. But can I tell you, of course, there's a right way to discuss things, but the reality is this, you gotta go ahead and start giving him thanks. Lord, I thank you for my wife what a wonderful blessing she is ladies thank you for my husband I thank you what a blessing he is and if you'll begin to give God thanks first of all your perspective will change and then things will begin to change on the other side of that but I believe that God wants us to change what's coming out of our mouth to where we're giving him praise and every day we're giving him thanks Think about all you've got to be thankful for. The reality is really, we have little to complain about. When we stack everything up, worshiping God for everything he's done, my friend, will bring reversal and turnaround in your life. Our teams are coming. Father, we thank you for what we've received today. And I thank you, Lord, that we're gonna go from this place changed, We refuse from this day forward to be complainers. We refuse from this day forward to be murmurers, to be bellyachers. but Lord, we're gonna be thankful. We choose to live with a heart of thanksgiving, and we thank you, Lord, that as we do, that you will bring reversal, you will bring turnaround, you will bring breakthrough, and we will see the answers to prayers. We will see the fulfillment of your promise within our lives in Jesus' mighty name and all of God's people said uh, amen uh, and amen. Find at least five people, give them a high five, give them a hug, fist bump, whatever you is good. Let them know that you love them. If there's anybody here this morning and you need any ministry, our teams are here to minister to you this morning. We love you and we bless you.